Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. New figures out today show the numbers of teachers that are currently on career breaks. There's actually more teachers uh, on a career break than ever before. And that, of course, you know, comes off the back of schools continuing to battle acute staff shortages at the moment. And I want to hear your thoughts on this. Should teacher career breaks be something that's encouraged or should they be suspended? Uh, you can give us a call today if you want to join us. Pat McKenna, though, is the principal of Public School Nashun and Bal Doyle. Pat, do you have many teachers on career breaks at the minute? Good morning, good afternoon, Andrea. Um, well, we, we do have a, a couple on career break, and I, I'm sure we have uh, some applications in for next year as well. Yeah, so it's, it is a situation that all schools are, are facing. Why now more than ever, Pat, do you think? I think we're, we're, in, a, we're in our post COVID opportunities, people maybe have missed out on opportunities over the last number of years to, to travel. Maybe they, they finished up college, been working for a year or two. So there's opportunities there for people. Um, people are taking up the opportunities to go abroad, maybe to, to save for a house, to, to get that deposit and to be able to come back. So there, there are a multitude of, of, of reasons. But I think there's been a, a kind of a pent up situation during COVID that now we're, we're, we're seeing. 3,153, these are the figures from the Department of Education, have taken career breaks in the current um, school term. It's it's mm-hmm. up from figures, you know, in, in the previous, I think it's nearly 400 more teachers in, in terms of the jump. Is it something that should be encouraged in your view? Well, I think we should always support people in, in their development and in their opportunities. I, However, there is um, we have to balance that with the, the challenges for the school, the needs of the students within the school. So it is a balance now uh, looking forward to, to try and facilitate people as much as we can, um, but also to, to look after ultimately the needs of the, the, the students within the school are the, the number one priority. Are you dealing with um, staff shortages at the minute? Like every school we are experiencing and have experienced over the last two years and particularly this year, staff um, staff shortages. You're looking at trying to fill long-term placements for a year or so, but also it's compounded with the, the multitude now of short-term leaves that are available for people to take through parental leave, paternity leave, etc. So particularly in Dublin, um, though uh, it is a situation that I suppose throughout the country, but I suppose it's most obvious here in Dublin where the cost of rental makes it very difficult for people to to make that decision to move to to the city Mm. unless they have roots here of some sort. And in your school, Pat, the the situation where you have, we'll say, staff on career breaks at the minute, were you able to backfill those positions? You know, were you able to to get somebody in a full-time contract for the year? Or are you just doing sub-teachers? Or how has that worked out for you? In career breaks, whereas for the year, it, it, it is easier to offer somebody a, a place mm. that guarantees them their, their job for the year. Um, within subject some subject areas, that is still challenging. But we managed to do that this year. But it, it, it's like a, a giant Tetris puzzle. You're moving things around to, to try and compensate for shortages and, and, and to look to prioritise, you know, exam years, leading cert classes, etc. Um, so it, it, it is a constant stress uh, and it is a constant challenge. So was it worth it then? Worth it? Uh, in worth it in, of... in being able to, like, if you have 
staff out on career breaks at the moment and you look at the staff shortage that you have, mm. is it worth facilitating it? I think we'll always look to facilitate. As I said, it's it's a balance. Um, teaching is a stressful occupation, as are, I'm sure many, many others. Mm. But often people who take those breaks, they're taking them for very legitimate reasons. It, it's not just to kind of sit at home. They, they go off and either professionally develop themselves or they're trying to establish a life for themselves so that they could afford to come back into Ireland into Dublin and potentially be available in the future, maybe not from high school, but maybe for another school. So I, I think there's that balance we have to take into account in all of this. Stay with us, Pat. I've the um, principal of Our Lady uh, of Lourdes Primary School as well, Tanya Hanley, is on the line. Do you have people on career breaks at the minute, Tanya? Hello, Andrea. How are you? Hello, Pat. Um, yes, I do. I have quite a number. I have five on career break at the moment and we have one job share which um, frees up a, a fixed term position. But I have, like Pat, I have filled those fixed term positions. It's the, you know, the shorter term leaves, the, the maternity leaves that are very hard to fill. And I have three of those unfilled since September. And the five, sorry, Tanya, that are, that are on career break, uh, five out of a staff of how many? 23. OK. Is that higher than normal? No, that we've we've always had that, and traditionally, okay. you know, it has it has freed up, you know, positions. That's how we've kind of built up our staff here in school, and actually, we've got two past pupils who would have started off um, in fixed term positions because colleagues went on career break, and then they built up their their service to a CID, and then got permanent jobs when they came up here, you know. So they have been traditionally something that was very valuable in order to help staff that were in temporary capacity get permanent positions here in school, people that we would have invested in and would have invested in our school and we would have spent time, you know, training. Mm. Um, So, you know, they have been very beneficial heretofore. Given the staff shortage at the moment and the fact that, you know, we're constantly hearing about um, schools, both primary and secondary schools, not being in a position to get staff in, whether it's on, you know, uh, sub days or or maternity contracts and, and stuff like this, should they be suspended for the time being? Well, as Pat said, I think it's very important to balance the needs of staff with the needs of the children. And obviously, we're all very child-centred in our schools. So, you know, the the full and rounded education of the children is, is our priority. But, you know, there is that element of, you know, staff need time to go off and do CPD, to come back, to be further trained. Um, circumstances, you know, family circumstances arise for staff from time to time that are totally unavoidable. And again, you need to balance the well-being of the staff with the needs of the school. But certainly, I think at the moment, the main crisis is the lack of substitutes available. You know, you used to be able to cover those short-term leaves, but now that those substitutes are just not available. The teacher training colleges, the students there are playing a blinder at the moment. Uh, We've been very blessed um, by their presence here in school, but, you know, they're only available certain days. So with those sub shortages in mind, um, Tanya, if if, if five more teachers come back to you now, you know, in the next month or two to submit a career break for the next academic term, is it just a given that you get it? No, I, I, I would think that a lot of schools are revisiting their, their policies. We did um, ourselves there just after Christmas because the closing okay. date for application for career break is the 1st of February and you, we need to inform the panel operators by the 24th of February what vacancies we have. So we did, as a staff, sit down and look at what was reasonable, what the staff could, um, what we could, you know, 
provide for mm. the staff while at the same time balancing the needs of the children and we decided that five members of the staff um, at any one time could be on career break rather than you know other years we could have had up to eight. So there so will we, be five career breaks again offered yes, at the school come the next academic the year? Four career breaks and um, a job share which is also considered leave which creates a temporary position. And have you had the same Pat? You, you've obviously that deadline then at the 1st of February. Have you had requests for career breaks next year? Yes, we would have some in and like every year the Board of Management will sit down, they, they consider them, they, they look at the subject areas because in uh, second level that's very important, mm. it's not just one for one correspondence, you, you need to find the person within the subject area. So the Board of Management will consider requests, they consider the, the staff's rationale behind their, their application for the career break and then ultimately we have to make a decision and the Board makes that decision each year um, to either grant or not grant um, a career break. So it's not, it's not a given, uh, it really depends on the circumstances and where the school sees itself in. But the, the needs of the students are, is the paramount um, rationale behind the Board making that decision. Like a lot of people see this in other professions as a huge perk of the job. Mm-hmm. Like it's I'm not sure the case in other. It's not the case in. It's not the case in every other profession. No, certainly not. Um, and again, I suppose we look at it as, as a way of investing within our, our teaching staff as well. That they do come back. Uh, in in most cases, they return into teaching. Um, in a, a situation where we have the supply there. There wasn't a difficulty, but now we're seeing that difficulty and we have to just address it. We're, it's, it's the challenge now because of the supply and demand situation that we're in, and particularly within the Dublin region. Yeah, look, I, I'd be the first to say, Pat, and I've said it before on this programme, I mean, I, I definitely think... Uh, there's 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 issues there obviously within the profession but uh, like you know th- those living or teaching in Dublin there should be I think some sort of a um a waiting a Dublin you know grant whatever you want to call it allowing something for those uh, working in the Dublin remit but like I just when you, when you look at the you know we're constantly hearing from principals in the last couple of months about staff shortages can't get staff and then you read today the department's own figures talking about the you know more teachers than ever before out on career breaks at the minute. Graeme is with us on the line as well. Graeme, you are a secondary school teacher. Um, should career breaks be encouraged? Um, encouraged? No, but do I think... The, um, on how to tell you pattern yourself. Um, should the current system be changed, like you repeatedly alluded to? No, because the problem you're highlighting is not caused by career breaks. And you've had two principals who have... Um, staff on career breaks say that to you I'm on two different boards of management that approve that approves um, career breaks and I'd say the exact same thing that is not what's causing the shortage and much as it is a perk of the job obviously and that vast majority of people don't have in uh, different professions and the issue is so if you take away one of those perks that is not something that is going to resolve issue of shortages of teachers uh, in a substitute capacity or in a secondary context in particular subjects. Like if I applied, for, I've never, I haven't applied for career break before, maybe I will at some point, I probably won't to be honest, but circumstances may change. Okay. But, um, if I applied to my board, um, they might say yes, they might say no. Mm. And actually given my subject specialisation, there's a decent chance they'd say no to be so honest. Say no, yeah, because as Pat pointed out, I suppose it's all to do with the, the backfiller being able to get someone to, to pick up, um, you know, to pick up that yeah, workload in a certain... 
like I understand the the discussion around um, you know people's family circumstances that can happen I suppose in every profession there is the the CPD that uh, Tanya mentioned as well you haven't taken a career break though is that what you said? No I haven't No like are you worried about um, like do you think many people you know is it that big of a deterrent if career breaks weren't there for staff that they might potentially there's already a difficulty in getting teachers. So if you remove this, would it be a deterrent for me personally, seeing as I haven't taken one and don't plan to? Mm. No. Would it be a deterrent for some? Unquestionably. So why would you put something in the way that will just exacerbate the problem that you've already got? I would think for an awful lot of the teachers, um, probably both uh, Pat and Tanya are mentioning, are probably newly qualified teachers who are on a completely different pay scale to me. And over the course of their career, even if they have the exact same hours, exact same qualification and work, the exact same number of years, they will get paid tens of thousands less than I do. That's what needs to be fixed. That is the biggest impediment. Mm, yeah. That and teachers working for years without being able to get full-time contracts. I've got colleagues who've worked six, seven years and still do not have a full-time job. Is that, Tanya, when you look at the demographic of people applying um, for, for career breaks, is it mainly newly qualified? Yes, it is. You know, you have to be a number of years on staff before you can apply for a career break. But yes, it is. And as um, Pat mentioned earlier there, you know, I think um, COVID had an impact on that. You know, younger members of staff didn't have the opportunity to travel maybe between college and starting a, a job. And, you know, I think they're missing that experience. And I think that's some of the reason. But also there is that element of you know, needing to go abroad to save for a house, um, needing to, to build up that bank of, of money to be able to live in the city or even anywhere within an hour's drive of, of the city. And there are quite a number of, of schools, you know, who have um, teachers who are in that position. And also quite a number of people moved during COVID as well. Mm. Um, so, you know, you'd like to be able to facilitate those. J- just clarify something for me, Tanya, because a couple of people are, are texting in about this. How many years do you have to be on a school staff before you can apply for a career break? I should have looked that up now before. No, you're, you're all right. You don't know off the I top of your head. I think it's two. I think it's two. So you have to be, a, Pat, is it in the door too? Is that your experience? You have to be once, in, 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 at, at second level, once you are uh, a CID, a contract of indefinite duration, once you're into that year. So it, effectively, it's after your third year. Um, so you've become permanent in your third year. And then it, after that, you can apply for, for a career. Break. So after but your third year, and it's unpaid, obviously. I mean, a lot of people wondering about that too, but... Yeah, well, you see, you also have people in a, in a family situation where the, the family situation, it, whether it's due with child rearing or, you know, ill health within a family, people look to take a career break. So I think when we're looking at it, it it's not necessarily just to go off and travel, that there are financial uh, situations where people need to, to build up their deposit. But there's also family support situations where people are taking that year to support the, their family in, in, in some some sense. So... There's the wide range of reasons, and that's when when a board looks at the application for a CI, uh, sorry for a career break or a job share. These are the things that the board will look at as well. Uh, stay with us. There's quite, quite a number of people getting in touch with us about this today. Five three one zero six is the number. We're talking about whether look teacher career break should be encouraged or potentially suspended down the line, put on hold at some stage. And we're talking about it because of these figures out from the Department of Education today, which show a record number of teachers currently on career breaks uh, in this academic term. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
We're talking about figures from the Department of Education. 3,153 teachers have taken career breaks in the current school term. It's the highest number in a decade. And we're asking you for your thoughts on this today. 1800 453 We'd a number of principals and a teacher there uh, with us a little earlier to make the case, um, well, for career breaks, the benefits of them and the fact that actually suspending them won't deal with the sub shortages. Quite a number of texts coming into us on this. Um, Kieran Christie though is with us. Kieran is the General Secretary of the ASTI. Kieran, you might just answer or clarify this last listener's text to say that are the taxpayers on the hook for teachers on career breaks? They're not. They're unpaid. Uh, good afternoon, Andrea. No, of course, if you take a, a career break, uh, you cut your ties for that year with the school and there's no payment accrued uh, to the teacher while they're on the career break. And the other text coming in about teachers being, uh, other teachers being blocked from getting contracts, they're, 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 that's not the case either, though? No, that used to be the case once upon a time that uh, you could be a number of years uh, covering for somebody on a career break, but that's not the case either now. So, Given the number of um, staff shortages that we're constantly hearing about, now we've been told that it's the highest number in a decade in terms of the number of teachers on career breaks. Should they be suspended for the time being? No, we don't think so. But I was listening with great interest to your previous contributors. And I just make the wider point that uh, it's no surprise that after the COVID pandemic and after uh, in excess of a decade where it has been official government policy to downgrade the teaching profession by providing a lower pay scale for new people than the existing people into the profession, that people's heads are being turned. Uh, But I would make the point and answer to your question that career breaks, certainly there are those who would head abroad uh, for travel reasons and and so on, but many do it for other reasons associated with uh, uh, their their, their work. Uh, I'm aware of a, a person who teaches accountancy who has trying their hand in the area of accountancy. And when they return, they will have something rich to bring to the, the thing. Several others go into engineering fields if they teach in the, the technical fields. So oftentimes the experience that's received abroad or at home indeed in, in, in various areas that they enter enriches the system as a whole and therefore should be very much encouraged. It's not always the case though, Karen. Absolutely not. I accept that. Many career breaks are for, uh, as one of your previous contributors mentioned, you know, uh, a new, a newly qualified teacher might like, didn't get the opportunity during the pandemic to do the kind of travelling they'd like to have done before they settle down into full-time employment and now they're taking the opportunity. I fully accept that. But that's not, but th- but that's not an opportunity that's afforded to other professions. Well, perhaps not. But let's think about this logically, Andrea. Uh, the minister made soundings prior to Christmas about just saying, listen, nobody go on a career break. Uh, these people will just resign, knowing that there's plenty of teaching jobs available for when they return. So it'll have no impact whatsoever in the underlying problem we have in relation to the massive shortage of teachers in our schools. Yeah. I, I, I heard one of the other... Doing, actually. Okay, no, go on ahead. Okay. What the minister should be doing, for instance, is... Uh, I'd say some of the previous contributions lost some of your listeners about CIDs and so on. But there was a time you could go into teaching and be made permanent on day one. Then days are long gone. They should be brought back. There should be a a Could you go into a permanent job straight away? Not at all. Uh, That's not possible. Uh, It just doesn't happen anymore. 
And there's no reason, obviously, to be a probationary period like lots of other jobs. But uh, one of your previous uh, contributors mentioned that you're into your third year before you're permanent at second level. So that's astonishing stuff at this day and age when you think about it. And the other point I would make is that, uh, you know, the promotional structure was dismantled during the crash of 2008-9-10. It has never been properly reassembled. And so, therefore, there's a lack of incentive for many of the middle ground people to to stay in their jobs. Their, their heads are being turned by other opportunities. And that's a simple reality. Kieran, just rewind there for a minute. Did did you say it's it's astonishing that fully qualified teachers aren't going into permanent jobs on day one or that they might wait three years to get one? Have I taken you up right? You've taken me up correctly. For instance, uh, a family member uh, of my own recently got a job earlier this year. After six months probation, were made permanent. Why could that not be done in teaching? I would, I would, I would guess that in many other professions, people don't walk straight into permanent jobs. Well, if you want to recruit and retain uh, uh, employees in, in, in a buyer's market, these are the kinds of things you've got to do. Let me bring in Simon as well, Kieran, if you don't mind. Simon's the uh, Simon Lewis, uh, the principal of um, Carlo Educate Together. Simon, are, are career breaks like? Well, are you dealing with staff shortages first of all? Um, yeah. Uh, hi, Andrea. Nice to talk to you. Um, we're we're dealing. Uh, every school in the country is dealing with uh, staff shortages. Uh, it's very hard to get substitute uh, substitutes. But I mean, for temporary contracts, you know, for long term contracts, I mean, we're we're still okay. But uh, it's really the supply. Uh, issue in terms of substitutes when teachers are out. So um, I don't know if that answers your question. And, and do pe- have you people applying to you for career breaks? Yeah, every year uh, there there there's uh, usually one or two uh, people looking for career breaks. Uh, again, similar to most schools, if uh, a teacher needs to take a career break or wants to take a career break, um, you know, it's an option that's available to them. Mm. Is are they, like in general, are they always granted? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and just, I mean, it's just maybe some of the, I don't want to repeat some of the points that Christy made there, but, you know, I mean, in primary school, at least, uh, I mean, the the uh, system is, you know, predominantly female um, uh, staffing and most career breaks uh, we've granted are due to uh, teachers wanting to take care of very young children. And there's, unfortunately, sometimes it's due to do with, uh, you know, particular family members becoming ill. Um, and, and needing to care for you know elderly or young uh, uh, or other uh, relatives, there's um, you know there's lots and lots and lots of different reasons that uh, a teacher might uh, choose to take a career break. Mm. Um, and uh, you know with childcare costs so high, I can see why people would, gen- yeah, uh, would, would I, probably take a I, career I, break. I understand that, but I come back to the point again. Like there are so many other professions and jobs that you are not entitled to a career break or even given or granted a career break on the basis of family reasons. Like they're all the same obstacles that so many other working professionals are dealing with as well. I'd argue, yeah, I'd argue though there in, in fairness to that there's a lot of, I mean, while this might be considered a perk for teachers, there are certain things that teachers can't uh, get themselves. I mean, I, I, I'd love to work from home, but that's never going to happen, um, you know, for example. I mean, I don't want to get into a, you know, uh, us against them kind of uh, sort of debate, but, you know, there, there are certain uh, perks, uh, if you want to call them that. I mean, it's an unpaid perk um, that a teacher can get. And I agree with Christy, if you take it away, 
teachers are just going to going to resign their positions and I, it doesn't yeah, actually I, solve the problem. I, I heard that point, Kieran, been made by one of the other union reps earlier. I think this morning um, that there's is that right? There's there's more teachers resigning now than retiring. Is, is that did I take that stat up right this morning? Um, there's it, 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 I. There, there's definitely uh, people tra- uh, retiring earlier. I, I, I work with a, a national principals forum and uh, research that we did uh, showed that over 50% of principals are retiring early or resigning their positions. Um, and that's just, for me, is a shocking kind of thing. They're not reaching the age of retirement. They'd rather uh, finish before they reach retirement age. Uh, so, yeah. K- Kieran, have you that experience through the ASDI? Uh, yes, anecdotally, I, I haven't seen uh, structured uh, figures on that, but anecdotally, certainly, the, that's what we're hearing as well. Neve is with us as well in Waterford. Neve, you've been listening to this discussion. Why did you get in touch? Hi, Andrea. Thank you for taking my call. I, I have two points, Andrea. Number one, as a parent of a secondary school student who, um, in, in their school, like every other school, it's been very difficult to re- to recruit home economics teachers. That's one example. So as a result, I, I know the, the home economics teacher in question is out on a career break for looking after young children. Um, but the result of that is my daughter, she didn't get to do any practical home economics for a whole year because they couldn't get a teacher that was qualified. So she missed out, like she's already behind now um, going into second year. So like I, um, that's, that's, that's one side of it. Mm. Um, the other side of it, I, I'm a nurse and I, I would love a career break both to look after my young children and I have elderly parents and a career break would really suit me. I have applied, I have been turned down. There is no way I will get a career break because a similar to teaching, there, there's a huge shortage mm. of nurses both in hospitals, community settings. So I won't get a career break because they need my profession. And I don't see why teachers seem to think that they're any more different than anybody, nurses or anybody else. That's a f- like, Kieran, what do you say to that? Um, look, uh, I have every sympathy with, with your uh, previous uh, speaker. Uh, the crisis that is out there uh, is caused by a lack of supply that has been driven by a lack of planning by the Department of Education over many years. This didn't just creep up on us. Uh, This was known and was flagged for years. The department didn't put the kind of measures in place uh, to to deal with it uh, by way of extra training places and so on. But that said, uh, we are in a situation where we're going to have to deal with these issues. And uh, knee-jerk reactions in relation to career breaks for teachers are going to be counterproductive, quite frankly. But it's, it's not a, is it a knee-jerk reaction to say that we might reduce the, the time period from which somebody can take a career break from five years down to, we'll say, two, three, two, one? Like, is that not reasonable? Well, uh, you know, as I already pointed out, uh, once it's tried... Uh, we are certain from talking to people who are on career breaks that they will resign their positions. They will stay in places like Dubai where they're getting a lot more money to come back and build a house or whatever it might be. Or many of them are going to places like Canada and so on. Uh, It won't be the disincentive that the minister seems to think it might be. Right. You made the point, Neve, there a few moments ago as well about um, your 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 own child and, and a home ec- the home economics teacher and like there, so there is an impact then, Kieran, is there within the classroom and the subject? Yes, uh, the recruitment and retention crisis is is having a substantial impact, 
And, uh, you know, there's a variety of short-term and longer-term measures that the minister should be addressing. But unfortunately, all she has been announcing thus far has been fairly minimalist measures. Uh, For instance, I I mentioned two of them. They're really practical measures that could be done at a stroke of a pen, which mightn't improve things this year, and maybe even not for next year, but would certainly in the long term have a major improvement, and that would be immediate uh, permanent appointments subject to probation, and sort out the promotional opportunities in schools. So the people who are telling me they don't see any prospects of promotion in teaching, so they're looking elsewhere. The, the, Neve, just in, in your own situation there with your own child, um, were they frustrated about this? Absolutely, yes. They, they, one of the reasons they did home economics was to uh, engage in the practical element of it with mm. the cooking and the school couldn't find a replacement. But yes, this this particular teacher who I happen to know was still granted a career break for the next year. Uh, um, so she's been given three years career break even though there's nobody to replace her. And it's you know, this, we, this, it's not afforded to other professions. As I said, I'm a nurse. I don't get a career break much as I would like one. And I, I, I know myself, I think it would be a disincentive because my my own sister is on a career break from teaching. And she had said to me, if they didn't grant the career mm. break, she wouldn't have taken the time because she wouldn't have taken the chance of not getting back her permanent job. So I think it might make people think twice about taking a career break, as it does in other professions. They're no different and other professions who don't get afforded this Neve, listen, thanks. Luxury, really. yeah. yeah, thanks a million, Neve, for, for getting uh, in touch with us today um, on that. Kieran Christie as well, General Secretary there of the ASTI, and uh, Simon Lewis as well from the Educate Together in Carlow. Thanks a million for your time on the programme. There's a lot of texts coming in on this. Um, do you know what? We'll come back to them perhaps in, in a few moments, but just one or two of them for the minute. Why are teachers allowed this special treatment? What planet are we on? If you don't want to work, go elsewhere. Live in Dubai, says this texter. Another listener says it's not only the teachers, my partner's a civil servant and they can take three months off without pay a year if they notify their employer before September. My partner then says that this normally at uh, this time is taken in the summer months with no regulation. In other words, you could have up to 10 people missing from the office. It's a joke. I think if they're not missed for three months, then stay at home. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.